The opinions expressed in the Brothers on Law Show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal professional legal advice. Thanks for tuning in to Brothers on Law on Go Country 105. I'm Larry Mandel. And I'm Rob Mandel. And we've been trial attorneys here in Los Angeles for over 40 years. On our show, we will discuss current events, talk about legal issues, and have some very entertaining guests stop by. So stay tuned every week for Brothers on Law right here on Go Country 105. Welcome, everyone. I'm Larry Mandel, Brothers on Law, and I'm with my brother, Rob Mandel. And we're here today um, to talk about some, certain things, right, Rob? We're going to talk things. about. Well, I'll tell you what, Larry. Bail bonds, but let's get to that in a moment. Well, Go well, ahead. Uh, Larry, let's follow our little format, okay? Now, do you remember when? Uh, when we were kids. Now, we were pretty good kids, right? No. But. You weren't. <laughs> But there were a couple of times where we actually did ourselves get in trouble with the law. I think there was one time you were riding a, a, a motorcycle uh, improperly, maybe even illegally on someone's property or something like that, right? And a cop yes. picked you up and dragged you to the front door. Back then, they didn't just drag you down to the police station. You know, They gave a kid a little bit of a break, tried to scare the heck out of him. But they brought you to the front door and rang the doorbell. You remember yeah, that? I was 15 years old, and I had my friend on the back, which you're not supposed to do, on my motorcycle. And his name was Coker, was his first, was his first name. Yeah. And Co so Coker and I got in a lot of trouble because we were being chased on private property, got arrested, taken back to the house, but not actually incarcerated. Right. Now, I actually did go to a jailhouse one time. Tell because us. I, well, I was, I think I was 16 16 or 17, and someone, probably you, bought us a case of beer. And we were driving around uh, to a party with this case of beer in the car. And we all had popped open our little beers and hopped out of the car uh, at this party. But my, the guy driving the car, who I won't name names, but he's still my friend to this very day, <laughs> he pulled in front of a cop that was already there to break up the party. And he didn't realize there's a cop car there. And we all pulled, came walking out of this car with our beers in hand, 16, 17 years old. And they, they arrested us pretty quick. And my dad had to come down. But I was not, I didn't have to uh, get bailed out or anything like that. But but That's a good segue to, yeah, our, to yeah. our very interesting guest today. And they are? They are Roxy and Gina Kesh, who are owners of the Big Boy Bail Bonds in Van Nuys, California. Big Boy Bail Bonds. Yeah, good morning, ladies. Good morning. Good morning. Wow, listen to those beautiful voices. Yeah. And they are beautiful girls, yes. too. Women. Amazing. Yeah. And so, and it's kind of a rough profession. I think that was my the first thing I thought of is that, you know, bail bonds, you're dealing with criminals. You're dealing with people who sometimes, you know, uh, don't live up to their... Uh, obligations under the bail bond and and you are two petite uh, young women attractive and attractive young women so so how uh, tell us how you got into this profession go ahead Gina well it was different for both of us uh, for me I've always been interested in people in general you know criminal law and 
my favorite shows growing up were, you know, uh, jail shows, Locked Up Abroad, or... Nice. Yeah, you know, interviews, talking to the prisoners, trying to figure out where they came from, why they did the things they did. And I've always found myself interested in kind of, I guess, the outsiders. Yeah, interesting. And what about you, Roxy? Um, for me, it was a little different. It was more like the financial... Um, aspect of the business. Um, as a young entrepreneur, I was already doing insurance, um, but when my sister had introduced me to the bail industry, which is also insurance, I thought, wow, this is a risky business, but I like the revenue. So, yeah. <laughs> so when did you get started in the business? We got started in 2007. Okay. Wow, as a team together? As a team together, yeah. Right. And how's yeah. that working out? Sisters. Uh, we've had our ups and downs, but I think we're at a good place now. We've been in business for over 10 years. Yeah. So, <laughs> Well, Larry and I have been practicing law together for over 30 years. Okay. And, uh, and we've had our ups and downs, too. Uh, <laughs> never. Yeah. But that, that, I mean, how is that for you guys? Because, I mean, before we get into what bail bonds, the meat, you know, the nuts and bolts of, of the bail bond business, because I know that there's laws changing or affecting you guys right mm -hmm. now. And it's a and it's a complicated system that you 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 know you're dealing with, but before we get into that, uh, I am interested in in how you know, the dynamic works between the two of you and how that's been uh, you know working for Does you. Does one handle certain aspects versus another? Yes. So okay. what do you do? My Gina? sister Roxy does yeah. more of the financial part of the business, and I do more of the action part of the business. Where you know, if I'm we're looking for one of our Fugitives. I'll be the person who'll do the initial investigation and really? build, a, you know, uh, lead the team into going and finding them, doing you know door knocking and things like that. And then I'll call her to give me money. So you're the you're the. <laughs> so I, like, need I need to pay people. Can you give me some money? And so, so she Gina, has to deal with that. That's Gina that's instead of the dog, the bounty hunter. You're the mm -hmm. cat. Exactly. Okay, I get it. <laughs> wow. I actually, but I mean, do you get like, along? Yeah. Doing I actually, the like, I do the financial part of the business, but, like, Gina, like she said, she's out on the field. Like, if she needs to do investigation or fugitive recovery work, I, I used to be, like, when she first started it, I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, I kind of feel like uh, maybe you shouldn't go out there just because, you know, you're so petite and cute. Like, I don't want you to go out there and get hurt. <laughs> yeah. And sister. then um, after a while, I was like, oh, my God, like, I don't want anybody else working on the case except you. Like, wow. you are so good at what you do, um, you know, tracking people down, whether using social media or door knocking. But, of course, she has a team of, like, uh, muscle behind her. Hopefully, sure. yeah. yeah. Especially doing the door knocking, I would imagine. Yeah, right? I used to be scared for her, and now I'm scared for the other guy. <laughs> nice. Oh, like man. That. Yeah. No, but, so, so maybe she can, they can explain to the witness. Wit the uh, witners? Li yeah, no, yeah. The, uh, the witners of the uh, audience. Uh, a witness. Uh, the listeners, why someone may need your services. Oh, uh, you mean bail bonds? Yes. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> thank you. Um, so, uh, say you get in trouble Friday night, okay? You're out drinking with a buddy, you go home, you get into it with your spouse. I get a little loud and uh, the neighbor calls the cops, now you're in jail. Well, you call us to get bailed out Friday night or Saturday morning so that you don't have to get stuck in jail over the weekend. Maybe right. you have family events to go to, you got family, um, kids, or whatever the situation is, or maybe you just don't want to be stuck in jail. So Who wants you to be stuck in jail, right? Yeah, it sucks in there. It's cold, yeah, it's the nasty. food is nasty. Dangerous. Um, it's dangerous. Yeah, you don't know who you're being sold in with. Um, right. You know, people are coming off 
off drugs, people are like, and for gang uh, related issues or whatever the situation is. Um, so you would call us to get bailed out. That's what we do. That's the service we provide. And you're available 24 seven? We are available 24 seven, correct. Can we give how, a plug how, as to what number they would Well, we'll right do that now? later. Let's do that uh, later. Because I, I have a question now. How does bail work? To, you know, I mean, obviously these people are not necessarily, you know, if it's a 50000 bond, $50,000 bond or something, they're not just coming up with fifty grand. So you'd mentioned insurance and whatnot. What, how does bail work? So what we do is you come to us and your bail is set 50000 You come to us and tell us, hey, my bail is $50,000. I don't have 50000 cash or money ordered because that's what the jail only accepts. And we come in, we write a check for $50,000 for you, and you pay us anywhere from 8 to 10% of the premium. So say, just to make things easy, 10% is 5000 Right. You give us 5000 We write a check for 50000 and take on the liability, promising to the court that we will make sure that you go to court on time every time until the case is complete, regardless of whether you're found guilty or not. And wow. then if you go to court, Take care of your case, whether they give you jail time or not give you jail time, that's not our place to judge, you know, so you take care of that, you're off liability and our business together is complete. And then, oh, okay. you, and then you get your money back, Exactly. Right? Mm -hmm. Now, but do you have a, is your money underwritten by an insurance company or something like that or a bond company? It's a, the answer to that question is yes and no. Because from every premium that we do collect, we have to send our insurance company money from. So that's basically money that should belong to us. We send to our insurance company and is put in a trust account. I so see. it is our money. The okay. insurance company will come into place if there isn't enough funds in the trust account to cover a loss, okay. such as a fugitive running away and us not actually finding him and putting him or her back in custody. What I percentage... See. Do not meet their obligation. Um, is it like ten percent or more? What do you think? You about, do the numbers, so <laughs> yeah, she's the numbers girl. About ten percent. Wow. So yeah. one out of ten uh, people that you're uh, doing a bond on are going to run. Yeah. So sometimes what happens is like they go to court every time they're asked to go back and stand in front of the judge and present their case. Um, let's say they show up like four or five times on the fifth time. The judge is like, OK, you know what? We've decided you're going to have to do like three years. That's when people get scared and they're like, OK, I don't want to do three years. So I'm going to run on this bond for as long as I can. Yeah. Yeah. Have you suffered or been injured by someone else's negligence? When you need a legal team that will stand up for what is right, won't give up the fight and obtain justice, call 818-886-6600. Mandel Trial Lawyers specializes in personal injury cases of all types. Whether it's a car accident, product or premises liability, dog bite, or a catastrophic injury, Mandel Trial Lawyers are there for you when the fight is worth it. Call now for your free consultation, 818-886-6600. Let the scales of justice tip in your favor. Now, you were talking about earlier how you, you track these people down, you do the social media, you do actual door knocking, and you bring you know some big dudes with you. I take you take it when you do that kind of thing. Yes, at yeah. least like you know four to six guys. Can you wow. handcuff the people and take them into custody? Yes, that's the goal. The goal is to find them, put them in cuffs, and transport them to the county jail and book wow. them. And yeah. you have that legal right to do that. Yes. Yeah, so mm -hmm. don't run because they're yeah. going to be after you. Right. Gina's on her way. Gina will track you down. Yeah. But um, so, but one out of ten—that seems like a lot. Yeah. And it's a risky business. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, I want to hear like one of the craziest stories, if you guys can think of something. Mm-hmm. Like don't have to mention weird. names. Yeah, but don't yeah. mention names or first names. You, you, or, you probably you can mention have. my brother's name if he's <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Substitute it. Yeah. Gosh. Um, one I could remember of was somebody that I did. There was a kind of like an acquaintance type of person. He was he was he was a little mentally sick. You know, I didn't necessarily know that, and he was also on very heavy drugs. Uh-oh. So I did bail him out. The minute he got out, he just ran. Like oh, no. literally from the door of the police department ran, oh, and I was like, "Where are you going?" Yeah, like, he's like, "You're <laughs> out." He's running away from you. Yeah, oh, straight, and I'm like, "Where are you going?" I was just like, "I'm not gonna." I know where he lives, you know. So, um, he didn't end up going to court. I somehow, I at that time, I I did it alone. Actually, I didn't have any guys with me. So I ended oh, up was going. that the time when you like knocked? I mean, kicked the guy's door, and you're like, "Come out here now." <laughs> No yeah. kidding. Yeah. yeah. What did you, you kick the door in? Well, I, I was trying to very hard if he didn't open it. But yeah, so I went to his house and uh, found where he lived. And he lived in this like small little like, I don't know, maybe four by four room or something like oh that. Oh my gosh. It was small and he was like on drugs, nodding oh. off. And so I was like kicking the door to wake him up. You know, finally I got him up. I was like, come on, I'm giving you a ride to the court. And he was so high, he ended up, he's like, okay, let's go. And he went with me, and I ended up surrendering him. Wow. I but got you took pretty down lucky that with risk, that one. That yeah. physical risk by yourself. And I you're did. only, what, like five foot one or something? I was a little more, like, you know, out she's there back like four then. Yeah. <laughs> but that's when I realized that, oh, wow, she can definitely handle herself. And she's not, like, she's doesn't get scared you know she can handle it like she can kick a door down that's when i was like okay you're handling all the cases when it comes to fugitive recovery from now on (laughs) that's sweet and how much was that bond at the time do you remember i think it was somewhere around like fifty thousand. okay so a good chunk of money yeah that you had to be worried about right wow very cool and so one of the things I've heard about, and I'm trying to get this straight in my mind, there was a law, I don't know if it passed or if it was proposed, where it would it, it could functionally pull the rug right out of your business. We were talking about, you know, there was an, in some kind of inequity behind who could get bail, who could afford bail, that sort of thing. And they were talking about, well, if it... Um, you know, if it can't be uh, equitable between rich and poor people, then we're not going to have bail at all. All right. Yep. And cool. what can you tell us about that? What is your understanding of this? This is it. Is it a law or is it being you know fought or what's uh, the well, deal? Well, the law was signed last year, and we're trying to overturn it. The uh, insurance companies are trying to overturn it. Oh, you got to back up a little bit. <laughs> so they're they're trying to get into the mic there together. <laughs> we're like sharing we, a mic. We, we have to share mics. We're on, this is the, the budget uh, version <laughs> of the uh, the show. But, yeah. yeah, so uh, Governor Brown signed, um, you know, the law last year, and uh, the insurance companies are trying to overturn it come next year. However, it is taking an effect. Uh, we do see a lot of people getting arrested and released within 24 hours. And, um, you know, arrests are anywhere from, like for 22 PC, which is a burglary charge, you get a release within 24 hours. And, um, you know, it's just, um, I see more and more releases on OR, your own reconnaissance, instead of Mm. having to face the judge and going and like going into court or trying to bail out basically. But, you know, Gina was saying something really um, interesting the other day, like how, what were you saying about like the 
if the port can't because what were you saying about the Ferrari or something <laughs> like that? Well, I mean, I'm interested in having this conversation with you guys because. Right. Um, the way I look at it is like just because I can't afford to have mm. a Ferrari, should we get rid of all of the Ferraris in the world? Right. Like, or all I the don't cars? Think so. yeah. How do you? But how do you feel about that statement? For me to say something like that, Does I that think it's I think it's right on. Personally, I I think that bail is an important method. You know, money talks, right? And you know what walks. And so, you know, if someone has committed a crime or they're uh, you know suspected of committing a crime and they're charged and now they're awaiting their their court date the, the public needs to have some protection that this person is going to face justice and let the wheels of justice uh, turn and to just say okay we're going to because we're going to do away with bail and now just release people who are possible threats to the community or possible uh uh, fleeing, you know, fugitives, or we're just going to keep them in jail and let them rot until they get their day in court. Neither one of those are good options, I feel. Stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and of course, brothersonlaw.com. Well, now, is it a more serious crime? Can they still do bail under this new law? Uh, for now, yeah. We okay. still see bail that's needed. For um, now. For now, yeah. Right. But, you know, we'll see what happens next year. They, um, they're they anticipating by 2020, end of 2020, they really want to um, get, rid, get of. rid of bail bonds altogether. And the other thing Gina was saying the other day is like, okay, a lot of these people who are getting released, um, you know, maybe they're not mentally at a good state in mind. So because we don't have any mental institutions, you know, we're just letting all these people get out on their own recognizance or like probation, like what's going to happen to our communities and our safety if they keep releasing all these people and defendants out of jail with no consequences at all. Right. Well, it makes sense. And because if somebody has another barrier to their, you know, because of their uh, being arrested for a certain crime and they have to go through the bail system, it's just one more notch in saying, look, this is something, these are consequences that you have to face as opposed to, well, I did this, but I'm out already. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh -huh. It's accountability. Or, right. Yeah. Or sitting in jail when, you know, you could be perfectly innocent and it could be a serious crime and they're keeping you in jail for weeks or months on end and, and your life is, is at risk that whole time. Yeah, I, I, I think we that's have a, the system has been working for how long though? It's been yeah. working. It's, it's in the Constitution. Yeah. I mean, we've heard cases where people get released and they go out and commit the same crime within 24 hours right. and are back in jail. Yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, I want to do some illegal stuff because I feel like there's no consequence. I can't really get in trouble. I can literally turn yeah. around and to even the officer and say, F you, you know, you can come. Uh, I'll get out in 24 hours yeah. or you probably right. don't even want to waste your time taking me and booking me spending two hours of your time booking me because I'm gonna get out you're wasting your time I have no respect for the uh, authority in that case right. when that happens you and know as you a think criminal about it, mind that's right, how I would feel right and if you think about it the bail bond system the way, in the way you were describing how you because of the money that you, you know part of your service is not just putting up the money for this person, but ensuring that they get there. You have a financial incentive to get there 
body back in court on the appointed day. Yes, absolutely. And, and not that, only that, we also require a co-signer, like a family member, a friend, to take responsibility and liability alongside with us right. in order to make sure this individual shows up to court. And we, when they don't show up to court and now it's a skip, then in that case, we're calling your co-signer and saying, hey, what's going on? You know, you know, like, this isn't okay. We're out trying to help you guys out but now this guy or this woman is out on the run so they're also responsible that's why the accountability factor is so major in bail bonds rather than just releasing somebody out on an or and probation and then you're just like out and you're you're like you know okay well i'm out yeah you know just slap on my hands and this is another thing excuse me because the family members don't know in the new system they could be in and out, whereas in the current system, many times I've seen it when I did handle criminal law, where they'd call their mom, their dad, mm-hmm. or their relative. Now everybody's involved, mm-hmm. and they're disciplining. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, what are you doing? What are you doing with your right. life? Well, it's a free system of ensuring that that people charged with a crime show up in court and face justice one way or another. It's free to the taxpayer. In other words, sure. you're doing this work. That that ordinarily the police are going to have to do, and what what you know what are they we're going to have now a whole thing where the, the we don't have this industry doing it for us, but we have an extra burden on on the taxpayer on the on the police yep. to go hunt down fugitives, uh, you know for you know uh, less than you know uh, really terrible crimes. It just seems like a, an an odd thing to yeah. do right out of the blue. And just to wipe out a whole industry. It's yeah. kind of weird when I heard it. With a stroke it. of a pen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, all the people that are employed. It, 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 it really rubbed me the wrong way too. when I heard about it. You yeah. Know? And, you know, I, I'm all in favor of keeping things, you know, try on a par with people. And if, if that's what you want to do, then you have maybe you reduce bail for people who are indigent. But if they can get bail bonds, what's the difference? Yeah, you know, what's you know, the they they claim oh the poor can't um, afford bail. However, a lot of bail bonds companies, including my bail bond company, we offer payment plans. The thing is, a lot of people burn their bridges who can't get a cosigner to sign for them because they have been in and out of jail, or mom dad doesn't want to sign right. for them. And yes, this is going to tax the individuals high amounts of money rather than the system we have in place right now. You're absolutely right about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think that's crazy. We're Larry and Rob Mandel the brothers-in-law here on Go Country 105. Do you have a legal issue you need help with? We want to hear from you. Find us on Instagram and send us a message. Then tune in on Saturdays at 8 a.m. right here on Go Country 105. So so tell us, you know, I'm sure you've seen the show Dog the Bounty Hunter and things like that. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? Does that? Is that a fair representation of what you guys do? <laughs> what do you think? Yes and no. Okay. Yeah. Tell I us. Think a lot of what we do is when it comes to bounty hunting is more surveillance, you know, more watching. It's not as much action as as you would think. The best yeah. way to find somebody is to just be patient Wait and watch. Wait for that moment, right? right? As opposed to breaking down a door. Of course, you did that once. I did that, and uh, that, uh, you know what? I knew he was in there, so I had to do it. I had to you. wake him up, but right. yeah. So it's not. It's maybe not as exciting and thrilling as they portray on a show. Yeah, that's TV. Yeah, that's, yeah that's exactly. TV. But it is. I mean, the exciting part is exciting, but you know, most of the time it's just surveillance. Right. 
But when you finally find the guy and you say, okay, there's my $100,000 right there, right? Yeah. And when I'm sitting in front of your house, 4 a.m. in the morning, you know, waiting for you to come home. Uh, This this really is a 24-7 hour job, you know, uh, because you've got to be waiting for that call, you know, late at night. And Mm -hmm. if you're tracking somebody down, 4 a.m. in the morning. That's the best time. Yeah, I was up. I was up. uh, I got a call one thirty a.m. the night before last night, and I was up until three a.m. working on a case. Wow, Mm -hmm. that's dedication. Yeah, Yeah. that's that's our business. (laughs) Twenty four hours and risky. (laughs) So, where is your business exactly? Uh, We're located. Our office is located in Van Nuys, but we service all of L.A., Ventura, San Bernardino. So we're like uh, we can service all of California and even sometimes the neighboring states. Perfect. Now it's a segue to how can they contact you? We want to hear that. How do we find you? Um, Online, you can follow us on Instagram at Big Boy Bail Bonds, or you can look us up. Online, Big Boy Bail Bonds. Is there there a a Big Boy Bail Bonds dot com? Uh, yes, it's okay. bbbail.com. It stands okay. for Big Boy Belmont. So bbbail.com. And the phone number is 818-244-3389. And again, the Instagram is at Big Boy Bail Bonds. Nice. And yeah. the phone number one more time? 818-244-3389. Excellent. Now, Roxy, Gina, we have a portion of our show we have like the tip of the day. And so, Rob, why don't you give us, this is to inform the public about something that might be interesting for Well, my, my first tip would be, don't commit a crime, so you yeah. need a bail bonds. But if yeah. you do need a bail bonds- Call the big boy call girls. Big boy girls, uh, Roxy and Gina. How, by the way, how did you get, uh, you know, your two sisters, where does big boy come from? Um, I, you know, we were just like kind of thinking about different business names and we decided, hey, we're going to be working with a lot of like big boys. Okay. So we're just a couple of girls. Let's go with something with like a big name. So nice. um, big boy was available and we really, truly liked the I like uh, concept of yeah. it. Yeah. Big know? boy with two. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oxymorons. Yeah. Right. The oxymorons. So whenever we're out, ironic. people will be like, who's big boy? And I'll point to her and they're like, she's big boy. She's yeah. so petite. I'm like, yeah. Yep, that's, that's big good. boy. Too funny. Okay, our, uh, so our tip of the day uh, is, uh, do you have expired medication in your medicine cabinet? Do not flush it down the toilet or throw it out. Expired medication can be taken to your local fire station. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. To be properly disposed of, and many pharmacies actually have a medication drop-off box too. These are safer choices when discarding your expired or unwanted medication. Help keep meds out of the wrong hands. I got it. All right, so our next segment, ladies, is our true or false segment. And I'm going to read this crazy law, and you tell me if it's true or false, okay? This is fun. (laughs) That's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. In Hawaii, it's illegal to place a coin in one's ear. Illegal to put a coin in your ear. Is that true or false? True. True. They say it's true. And it is true. And it is true. Again, it should be illegal to put a coin in someone's ear. Because you may break their eardrum. Is it it illegal to put put a a, a coin in your own ear? Well, it says... (laughs) Magic shows must be boring in the rainbow state. This law was enacted to protect the kingdom of Hawaii coinage when Hawaii was officially joined the United States in the 
1900s. So I guess no more pulling a coin out of your ear as your a magic grandson. trick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, they never. Yeah, okay. I wonder uh, if you could get bailed you. out for that. You know? Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, they put crime? a dime in my ear. <laughs> yeah. uh, what's my bail? Yeah, for that? yeah. Fifty thousand. <laughs> All right. So listen, it's time for a message from our Mandel message box. Let's check the Mandel message box. Uh, Virginia from La Crescenta messaged us, and she says, My mom is in a nursing home and suffers from dementia. Every month, she loses her hearing aid. Loses in quotes. This is getting so costly to replace. Her insurance only covers one every so often. I know something is going on at that nursing home. Is there any type of legal action I can take? What do you think, Larry? I don't that's, know. That's stumping. How are you going to prove it? Well, if you got to cut something on video, maybe you install a video camera. We were talking about surveillance. Yeah, but if you're in it, here's my thinking on something like this. This person is being monitored. People with dementia are monitored very closely in nursing homes, or they're supposed to be. They're not even supposed to be allowed to go wandering about by themselves. And so if this person is, quote, unquote, losing the hearing aid, isn't there some responsibility? Because it becomes, starts to come, become costly. And, you know, it's like any other item that becomes repeat, repetitively missing from that person's possession. I mean, where could she be losing it? I don't know. Like I said, you'd put, a cam- put in your own little camera and have an app. All okay. right, so we're going to have to wrap it up. Why? Because our hour... I'm hanging with Roxy and Gina and having a good time. Yeah, but it's a quick half an hour. All right, keep going. And we want to sincerely thank Gina and Roxy Cash for coming down and spending their Saturday morning with us. Very informative. Learned a lot about bail bondsmen or bail bondswomen. And if you've missed any part of our show or you want to catch it on one of our previous shows, head over to Brothers on Law or YouTube to find them there. We hope Brothersonlaw.com. That's right, brothersonlaw.com. Thank you, Rob, or YouTube and find us there. We hope you tune in next Saturday morning at 8 a.m. on Go Country 105. And remember, let the scales of justice tip in your favor. The opinions expressed in the Brothers on Law show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal professional legal advice.